Hold your station, this education is relevant. The motivation through conversation is evident. We're talking spiritual body, mind, development. This is the manhood experiment. Good morning, good morning, listeners. How y'all doing today? This is Dreams. I'm here with T-Rex and J-Dragon. And today, we'll be talking about how to deal with high-pressure situations. How do you make sure you're ready for that moment? How did you cope with it? What happened in that moment where you just didn't meet the expectation? And then, what's the resolution? How do you deal with that regret? Is it still a regret? Is it still a missed opportunity? Did you turn it into something? Did you make it something? So we're going to go through all of that. But first, I got to check on my boys. Jay Dragon, how you doing, brother? Hey, we're doing all right. You know, over here, just uh, just growing a baby, getting closer day by day and, uh, you know, enjoying the moment. Got back from a, a a short little baby moon recently. Took a trip down to to Charleston, South Carolina. But oh, all yeah? Well. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes, sir. My boy, baby mooning. Yay. <laughs> Getting closer. How, what'd you do for your weekend, T-Rex? Well, the weekend is just about to start, but uh, I have my um, book prep. I have, I'm working on a chapter called Connect Time. And mm. this is all about connecting with others, about empathy, communication, you know, just building great connection, deeper connections. So just working on that this weekend, trying to get some extra work in, but also some downtime, some nature time. Yeah. Yes, sir. I see you. My boys is out here working, living life. We got Jay Dragon on the honeymoon, T-Rex writing a book, staying active. You know what I just did this week, y'all? And it actually aligns with my topic. I went to a Padres game, you know, in San Diego. We we got a really good team here. I got to switch out, grab my Padres cap. Man, <laughs> you might have to do that because it's, it's just disrespectful right now. It's disrespectful. <laughs> we going to let Jay Dragon go switch his hat. <laughs> and he's back. back. There and you he's go. Back. There we go. There you go. A lot more appropriate, sir. It, it matches the shirt. <laughs> so I went to this Padres game. You guys know we just made this big deal. Uh, we just traded for Hayden and Juan Soto. So if you don't know, Juan Soto is worth about four hundred and forty million dollars over ten years. I think it's like three million, three hundred thirty million, four hundred forty million. Correct me if I'm wrong, but over ten years, that's still a heck of a lot of money. So what happened in this game? It's the bottom of the seventh, and the Padres are up to bat. We got bases loaded. This is a high pressure situation, y'all. So Juan Soto comes up. The crowd goes crazy. Like the introduction is hot. Fireworks are going off. Everybody's on their feet for this moment because they say. This is the time where he's about to prove why he's the $440 million man. First hit, strike. Hold on. Whoa. It's not what we expected. Second hit, ball. Okay, we're clapping it up. It's good. Everybody's on their feet. All right. Fourth hit, we're coming up, and it's a strike. Ah, man. All right, you feel the pressure, the intensity. Bases are loaded. It's two outs already. I didn't. I forgot to tell you that it's already two outs. So if he strikes out, come on now, Juan, focus. You got this. You got this. Last hit, pitcher winds up, throws it right down the baseline. Strike. The arena goes silent. Everyone is like, "What happened? How did this happen? 
He's one of the best hitters in all of baseball right now. We just traded for him this month. This is not what we expected. Juan throws the bat down. You see his frustration. He's upset with himself. He's like, this was supposed to be an ESPN moment. I can only imagine how he felt in that high-pressure situation. Have y'all ever had a moment like that where you're like, the expectations are on you. This is the moment to where I'm supposed to step up. This is the moment where I got that. It's just high pressure I'm I'm expected to do in this moment. T-Rex, I'm going to let you go first, man. Do you have a moment like this? Well, it does call for some re- reflection on my part, but there's a moment where in, in relation to sport, there was a moment where I had to score a penalty in, in it's, it was a soccer game. And this was uh, in high school. And this was the last shoot. If I, if I score this, we win. If, we, if I don't, we lose. And so it was, it was such a moment. And everyone on my team is like, oh, he is, 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 is T-Rex to take the kick. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. And they're all nervous. They're making me nervous. And I go up and the goalkeeper is just like, he's a big guy and he has this whole, this goalpost from end to end covered. And it's like, shit, how am I going to do this? And <laughs> so I close my eyes for a, like a five seconds and just visualize where I want the ball to go and uh, open it, step up, take the kick, scored. And that was, that was that story. Glory. It's high pressure, but you came through rather glory. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, it, it was a high pressure moment. And I think there are times in my life to where I, I folded under pressure, but that was one moment that relate, related to sports. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. High pressure moment, high pressure situation. You came through. What about you, Jay Dragon? High pressure situation where you came through or either high pressure situation where you're like, ah, I wish I would have, you know. You know, big, big time players make big time plays. In, in all the big times. So, but at the same time, you know, it's a numbers game. I think it, to me, it just makes me think of opportunities of getting up and like, you have to put yourself in that position and know that some of the greatest batters of all times bat 300, three out of 10 times. So, I mean, seven out of 10 times they're striking out or, or not making any progress. I can think of opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, I knew that I always wanted to make an impact as far as being able to speak and influence people for the positive. And I had an opportunity to speak in front of a crowd of close to 3,000 people. I prepared for it like months in advance mm. and was still nervous and got up, started speaking. And I, every, anytime I would give mm. speaking events, I was nervous as, as anybody could imagine. But it was like, I think you're letting that purpose just fuel you. And I noticed you know, I had some music playing at the beginning for the intro and I started talking and I was trying to get the heads not because that was something that I realized early on from doing speaking events. Like once you can just connect with one person, you can see they're buying into it. It allows you just to get some traction. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting some head nods coming on then and I just completely blinked out on my topic of what I was talking about. And, <sighs> and I'm up on this stage in front of a ton of people. The intro came out really well. And that was where I was just like, you know, it's time to improvise. It's not going as I planned, (laughs) but was able to get a little bit more traction. I had to do the best that I could in that situation. And I felt that pressure more than anything. It was weighing so heavy. In that moment, I was like, just please, I need to get off this stage. Mm. I'm folding my cards. But, you know, there was also that voice inside (laughs) saying, like, this is what makes us stronger. I feel you. That that courage and... um, you know, push through, ended up making the most of the situation, 
and you know at the end of it was great yeah. people came up and um i felt like you know it was such it was exhilarating yeah and i want to kind of stop you right there because i don't want you to give them the the, <laughs> uh, the other side of the tunnel just yet i want us yeah. to all go through this tunnel together <laughs> yeah i want you to hold that thought because we're going to come back to it because i do want to see like you know what were some strategies while you were speaking that you wind up using so i'm gonna mm -hmm. give you some time to think because i kind of go through this moment like, how did you get through that high pressure situation? How did you get through your high pressure situation? Yeah. T? Like, what did you do to prepare for that moment? You know, like, like uh, Jay said, man, even the greats have moments to where they don't meet what you think that expectation should be. But if you look the numbers over time, you're like, man, I see why he's great. So let's go through these moments of high pressure situation. I tell you my uh, moment before we go into it. I can't let y'all be all vulnerable without dreams being vulnerable <laughs> too, right? So I had a show, y'all, and I've been preparing for this show. I thought I was ready. You know, I'm getting everybody together, trying to make sure everybody's on their music, everybody's on their A game. And what kind of show it was? So I had a performance. Uh, as you know, I'm an artist, so I rap. I do a little singing as well, but big stage opportunity, man a big stage opportunity and i felt like it was about a it wasn't a huge crowd this night but it's enough because it was intimate it's about location about 500 people intimate crowd and i had a set that i was doing so about a four song five song set this is about 20 minutes total and my first song the music goes on and the music is so loud and i was like I didn't expect the musicians to be this loud. This is not how we practice. So I'm already in my own head, right? I'm like, okay, can they hear me? I'm rapping and I'm like, oh my gosh. I told them to turn my mic up. It's not up. They can't hear me. I can tell. I, they can hear me before the music started. They can't hear me now. So now as I begin to rap my first lyrics, nothing comes out. The words, the lyrics are not there. What are the words to this song? <laughs> I'm in my own head and I forgot the lyrics to my own song because I was everywhere instead of where I was supposed to be focused on me, the crowd and the lyrics, how this song made me feel. I completely lost my emotional connection. So this high pressure situation, it just threw me off based on what I felt could have been distractions that I mitigated beforehand had I practice for those moments. So let's go into this. How you handle high pressure situations? What happens? How do you navigate this? Um, what did you feel like in the moment? How will you handle it in the future? So these are some things we're going to talk about here. Okay. So if you go through it, one thing you can do is prioritize, right? So if you just want to write these down, and I'm just pulling some of these off of uh, Google, uh, some of these off of Forbes, I just found different articles that I use. And then these are the things that kind of stood out to me the most. You don't have to take everything I say, you know, take it with a grain of salt, take what's on the table. If you like what's on the table, go ahead and eat. If you don't, leave it there. It's okay. We just talk about this to the listeners. I want you guys to just take something that you can pull, you know, as you're driving to work or as you, you know, transition into your next location or as you're preparing for that meeting for your high pressure opportunity. I want you to just take something with you that you can just say, you know what? I can do this. I got this. Did I check these boxes? So um, right here, Google easily prioritize your time. What that means to me is you got to prioritize your time. You got to prioritize 
the things that are important because not everything is important as you think it is. You got to practice managing urgency versus priority. So there's two things. Not everything's urgent. Not everything's a fire you have to put out right now. It's important for somebody else, but it may not be important for you. That's another thing. Prioritize what's important. Uh, the next thing, foster healthy responses. In this most situations where it's a high pressure, you're going to feel anxiety kick in. And that's natural. I have anxiety before every show, before every, every time I get on that stage, there's an anxiety. But then once I say hello, and like Jay Jagman's like, once I connect to one individual, it's a conversation again. So how can you manage some high-pressure situations? T-Rex, you said you were in a high-pressure situation of making that goal. You know, What were some of your thoughts in that moment that kind of kept you cool? Yeah, well, in, in that moment, I, I just remember my teammates were, was really getting to me because they, they were supposed to be the most supportive. And they were like, oh, we don't know. Uh, we don't know what, what would happen. And I found that was getting to me. And and for for a brief moment, I started to feel that overwhelming anxiety. And I was a teenager back then. I didn't know anything about visualizing or anything like that. But I was just like, all right, let me just focus on what's in front of me and just ignore everything else around me. And just doing that and just closing my eyes, visualizing, but focusing, really just focusing in the moment and not worrying about my thoughts and not worrying about the, my teammates and not worrying about the expectations and what's at stake here. I mm. think that was a big insight for me early on in, in my teenage years, that specific moment. Yeah, I like what you said about kind of pushing off everybody else's expectations. Yeah, mm. I feel like just like me, just like Juan Soto, you know, there's high expectations in that moment and other people's expectations of who you're supposed to be can kind of throw you off of the style that you naturally have. You know, everybody has a certain style, a certain skill, and their way of doing it is what got them there. But if you start taking everybody else's expectations of what that's supposed to look like, that can change your technique and your approach to it. And um, what about you, Jay Dragon? What were some of the things that you put in your mind or some of the thoughts that uh, went through your mind as far as how am I going to handle this moment and what's going to get me through yeah, I think it's just as much mental rehearsal as you can do. And as I've gotten older and had more experiences, like you have to prepare for things to not always go the way that you planned. And just to get back to excitement, I think, you know, we talk about that anxiety or that overwhelmed feeling. And I feel like that's just a breath away from excitement. And I think for me, it was just coming back to the moment, like this is something that I want to do that I'm excited to be here about. And I just tapped back into that curiosity and excitement that I had you know, just got back to, to, to something that was bigger than me in that moment and out of my head. But it was having a game plan, I think, and just following, getting back to the story. And in, in the when you have some different steps of what you're covering, it's easy to do. You know, in my scenario, the way that setup was, was I had four speaking events back to back to back to back. And in my head, I said, this was like the third one that I had done. Mm. And I was like, Oh, did I already say that? So in my head, I'm rehearsing. Like, did I already say that to the, the first or the second? And I had to, you know, catch myself. You know, mm -hmm. and it, those are, those are challenging situations. But I think that, you know, you have to just dust yourself off and get back up and go back. You know, go back to bat once again because if you're not going after those situations, you're not truly living. Because as humans, we're designed to rise to the occasion. I think it's just partly trusting that process. I've journaled that and had that as a mantra at different times of just 
you know, I always rise to the occasion. And then in that case, a lot of the times the issue is just about obscurity and getting out to more of the occasions mm-hmm. and giving yourself an opportunity to get out to bat. And I can think of probably a lot of other scenarios where it has been a high pressure, but I think that's just something that came to mind. No, I think that's a great situation. I like how you said you cleared your headspace, how what distracted you was the prior speaking events that you had. Mm-hmm. I could ask you this question. If you think that was your only speaking event that day, do you think you would have went, in, went into that uh, that fog that you went into? I don't think so as much because I was so prepared for it and it was just a game of fogginess and confusion in my head of, you know, maybe not having something to follow as much. It's funny because some events you'll have like a PowerPoint or something to follow. But I think I was feeling so good from the first couple that I was mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm just going to I'm going to try to wing this and be natural in the moment. Mm. Instead, it became like a game of foggy mirrors. <laughs> You know, so I hear that's, you. That's my story. Before we continue, we need your help. We'd like to reach more like-minded people just like you and share our knowledge on personal growth, health, and success. So can you do us a favor and in your podcast app, hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star review and leave us an encouraging comment. Do it right now while you listen to this episode. That will help us know you're listening and that you care and that little action will help us reach more folks. Now back to our show. So kind of you kind of uh, moved away from that base that kind of got you there originally, kind of having those mm-hmm. notes and prep, you know, because you were getting more comfortable. And mm-hmm. it, as you should try to reach out in those moments, I don't think by any chance, any moment, you should not try to reach out to be a speaker who can carry that conversation just without the notes and without the things like that, because that shows your growth, right? Yeah, but sometimes we do. We get we get very comfortable at times. We're like, yeah, I don't need this anymore. And we're like, that that piece was kind of essential. <laughs> I should have probably kept that. That that's kind of what got us here us this this far. Don't change the jump shot yet. <laughs> yep, that's the biggest takeaway for me is like those opportunities are going to happen. We have to welcome that in. And I think that when we when it comes to going after things that that we pursue, sometimes we think that we're just going to be ready to go and, and show up. And yeah, there's that confidence of rising to the occasion, but we also have to be prepared that this is going to be a challenge and we do have to, you know, prepare <clears throat> like a lot is on the line, you know, type of feeling. So I think there's a fine line of having fun with what you're doing, but raising the standards, you know, for you being ready, ready to show up and preparing that things, you know, different scenarios. That's true. And it's just being aware of in that situation as well, just being becoming too comfortable and complacent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that sets in as well, even though you're confident you've done it before the complacency there, you mm-hmm. know, so. Yeah. So that goes to my, um, to my next point. So the first one was uh, prioritize. Mm-hmm. The next one is foster healthy responses. So like how you respond in that moment, what's your focus? You can't think about the other moments. The healthy response in that moment is to, Stay in the moment, connect with the person in front of you, connect with it, because that's what it actually motivates you to be there, as Jay Dragon was saying. And then as T-Rex was saying, focus on the goal. What's the goal? What's the number one thing you want to leave with? Focus on that thing and let that guide your emotions. The next one I would say that we all talked about was preparation, right? How do you prepare? What was the prep work for this? Did you practice in the mirror before this interview? Did you practice in the mirror before this speaking event? 
Did you practice? Um, did you shoot a hundred jump shots before you left the gym the night before, like you normally do? Or were you like, yeah, you know, the game's tomorrow, I'll finish up? Or like, did you keep the habits that got you there? So that's one of the things that I, I want the listeners to also take away. So that's point number three for me. The last point I want to kind of sit you with here is take time to recharge. I think what happened the day that I was performing on that night, I came straight off of work. I went to the check-in, like the mic check-in. We checked the mics. My ears weren't as sharp. You know what I mean? So with the band, I was given some instructions of leeway that I normally wouldn't. And I'd be a little bit more restricted, like, hey, I want you guys to play this way. I need you guys to be set in the pocket, no higher than this volume here. Instead, my relaxed personality said, hey, in this part, I just want y'all to go completely off. But you got to know the people that you're working with as well. Knowing your environment is a big piece of that. Another big piece of this was I didn't recharge. I was going off the same energy from work that day and never recharge for this next opportunity. That means I didn't prioritize it enough to, I didn't prioritize my rest enough to make sure that cognitively I was there. Mentally, mm. I could be there, that the pressure would not get to me. So that was one of my biggest takeaways. So now every performance, I make sure I have time to rest throughout the day for just an hour, for a couple of hours, I'm like really sleep, you know, <laughs> like sleep. My thoughts are my own. I'm not practicing right now. I'm not getting the show ready, the performance tracks ready. I'm not working with the band. I am sleeping. And that's a key moment that I neglected, you know? No, that's big. I remember that I went to, uh, when you guys were dreams, when you and Brandon was uh, performing, I went to see one of your performances. And what I noticed is probably halfway in the show, you guys took a rest even with connecting with the audience, you guys were the crowd that showed up, you guys were connecting, but there was a point where you're just like, okay, I need to rest my voice. I need to just focus and recenter because I have to perform again. Mm -hmm. And that just goes to that point right there. Even during a show and you had the music still playing, you had some music you put on and still playing, but you took that rest and to recenter. Correct. And, Correct. and that was yeah. after the uh, show that I bombed. Well, I didn't bomb it. It was just a very rough start for my first song of course the, you got to show up after that and i killed the rest of the show you know i talked to the musicians after that song was like all right y'all this is how we got to regroup and so let's go into this how do you handle the moments going forward in that high pressure situation so you can still come out on top so this is where we're moving now listeners you still with me all right so we went down some facts of what you need to do first prioritize foster healthy responses take time to recharge and make sure you don't change those habits that got you there. If you don't take four things, if you take four things away from this, those are the four I want y'all, you guys to receive. Jay Dragon, you had a comment. What you gonna say, brother? No, I, I think a couple of things. I think this is the stuff that makes us feel most alive. We have to remember that because this brings back nostalgia, like sporting events, speaking events. And it's like as scary as that is in the moment, like those are the exhilarating moments that life really is all mm -hmm. about. And it's like, I wanna add that as a takeaway. Like if we're not swinging for those, we're just watching other people perform mm -hmm. on TV and hearing other stories. And I think that's a call to action, you know, is a big time is like, yeah, get up on the stage and we're going to survive. You know, we didn't, we didn't die. We maybe mm -hmm. got some dings in our armor, but we, we learned and everybody goes to that same thing. I think that's a, a constant narrative. You probably hear me talking about, uh, and then the managing your energy thing. I like a lot about maximizing the energy 
you know, avoiding unnecessary stress when you know you have something big, getting enough sleep, making sure that you're around people that are energizing you and not draining you. And that's where that recharge comes from if you need to take that break. Mm. Uh, but I think that's big. I just wanted to hash on on that. No, you're right. Um, that was one of the points we did mention earlier. You, I'm glad you brought that to a focus. Stay in the moment. If this is the moment, stay in that moment. Stay in that energy of what originally motivated you to be on that stage, what originally motivated you to be in front of those people, what originally motivated you to apply for that job. What's your reason? What's your purpose for being there? Stay in that moment and don't let that drift because distractions are going to come. You're going to have your teammates. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's going to be the people closest to you in T situations saying, man, I don't think he can do it. I've never seen him do it before. But they don't know that practice time that you had, you know, when nobody else was looking. There's going to be people in a J-Dragon situation where, you know, they're going to have the hype music. They're going to hype you up so much. You're like, oh, hold on, man. I'm, I'm kind of forgetting a little bit of my base of what I had a little bit. Let me, let me get back to myself, who I know I am in this situation. I've been in front of people before. I've done this before. I've been here mm -hmm. before. You know, let me let me speak to that and connect with things that got me here with the people. That's just, this is who I'm here for. So those are some things that you can use to really motivate yourself and get yourself through these high press situations. I give you one last metaphor here because I want to keep it short. I want to make sure you get to work, listeners, on time. <laughs> but I want to give you this example. Everybody knows that high pressure makes diamonds, right? But when you find these diamonds, they're not beautiful. You're not already just gorgeous. You know, they got a little ash on them. They're a little dirt. They're a little dusty. It's not until we take time to really polish that potential and polish that craft and take time giving it shape and giving it form, allowing it to become something to where that pressure makes a difference. So I want you to hone into that to where that when you do these things that got you there along with pressure, that's what's going to bring that intrinsic value to that diamond because it's already there. So be that diamond. You can work under pressure. You will survive under pressure and take these points to help you. Should I give them the man, the experiment of the day, fellas? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I got you. Big dreams. Going to hit y'all with the experiment of the day. I want you guys to take a moment that you've had before. Think about a moment. Take some time to think about a moment to where you may have faltered under pressure. You may have not hit your mark the way you thought you wanted to. And I want you to recall that moment and apply those four pieces that we talked about earlier to it. What are those four things that we could have done? And I want you guys to rewind. I'm not going to say them again right now, but I want, you know, play this podcast back. Listen to it again. Write those notes. But take those four pieces and apply them to your high pressure moment and see if you could have prepared better. See if you set those boundaries of rest. See if you set the right priorities before that moment. See if you kept with the right habits and have those tough conversations with yourself. Write it down. And if you could really check those boxes and that was a regret for you, let that regret go. But if you could look at that opportunity, and I'm not talking about regrets of, you know, you lost a family member or someone passed and you really want to reach out to them. Those things, life happens. But I'm talking about things where you own, you could have owned that situation. You kind of helped get you to that situation. This is your opportunity. Did you meet that expectation or did you not meet that expectation because of things you could have controlled? And did they apply to these four things we mentioned before? If so, make them better, improve them, work that talent, work that gift. You got a diamond, you got potential, polish it, make it better. Don't just rely on the talent. It's only going to get you so far. You got what it takes. Get out there, 
Go get it. This is your time. This is your opportunity. Stay motivated. Stay in the moment. And this is how I want you to take that manhood experiment. I love you guys. T-Rex, thanks for joining us. J-Dragon, as always, thank you for joining us. This is the Manhood Experiment. Love y'all. Take care, listeners. Hey, what's up? This is Big Dreams. Thank you for checking out today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. If you like today's episode, please subscribe and give us five stars. Not only does your feedback matter, but it helps us to connect with others just like you that find value in our weekly episodes. So subscribe, share, and speak with your friends and family about today's episode. And most importantly, take care of yourself, keep growing, and join us again on the next episode of The Manhood Experiment.